Good morning, good morning, good morning. It's Steve Stram here with Faithful Business. So excited to start another week with you. Hope you guys had a wonderful, wonderful weekend. I know that I certainly did. And uh, man, I'm just excited to share something with you this morning. I think this is probably be, unless I, I have, um, uh, unless I have another thought, um, this will probably be the last episode in the kind of little mini series that I've been doing here about beliefs. I started talking, I believe it was last Thursday, um, about beliefs we have and uh, you know false beliefs versus um, true beliefs, and you know how we can kind of choose what our beliefs are. And uh, I uh, so Thursday was a little bit more of kind of the theoretical. Friday, we started to get um, a little bit more more practical with actually like something you can do to um, to start thinking about adopting new beliefs. But I wanted today to kind of be intensely practical and kind of introduce you to a little method that I have uh, adopted that seems to work really, really well. And... Uh, what's interesting about it is that it's so simple. Okay, it's it's really simple. But the more that you you dive into learning why it works, if that sort of thing interests you, then it it, it gets more complicated, which is really interesting. Um, you know, a lot of things in life are they appear simple at the surface, but as you go deeper, the deeper you um, explore, you learn how complicated the mechanisms uh, are. Um, one example, just to kind of prep you here, you know, one example I can think of is is you have like, what is it, somewhere close to two hundred muscles, I think, um, in your in your face that help you make the different facial expressions that you do. You. Whatever the number is, you have a lot more than even your closest, you know, um, kind of primate. Uh, you know, in the evolutionary story, they, they would say primates are our relative. Well, I personally don't believe that. Um, but that's actually one of the pieces of evidence you can use to show that that's not the case. Is There is such a vast difference in, um, in what a human is able to do versus what, say, the most advanced kind of other primate Um is is able to do in terms of facial expression and in the in nerdy um, engineering uh, terms that's called over design okay over design you can see that, that there is um, intentional over design in humans where uh, we seem to be designed to be able to communicate and designed to be able to interact with the world in a way that goes well beyond even the closest supposed um, human relative whereas what they have, pretty much the basics needed to uh, to survive. Humans have what is necessary and needed to be able to uh, to thrive and communicate as social creatures, etc. So anyway, that's a little bit of a nerdy <laughs> uh, sidebar there. But the point is, it's so easy for us to smile or to make certain facial expressions, but the mechanics of what goes into having to recreate those kind of facial expressions is unreal. Uh, I was I mentioned a couple weeks ago about a Disney documentary I watched, and it was really interesting to see kind of the progression of uh, of Disney. It was six uh, basically one hour long episodes that kind of took you from the beginnings of Disney to today. And one of the things you see is how advanced kind of that whole animatronics uh, field 
has become, and they've got this new um, this new thing in in the uh, Avatar uh, in Pandora, uh, the, which is the Avatar section there, the Animal Kingdom, and they've got this uh, you know one of the um, uh, I forget what they're called, uh, but, but you know one of the big blue guys uh, in there, and, and they actually show you behind the scenes of kind of what they had to do to make this thing's face. Um, you know, make more realistic and animated expressions. And it's just like, it's unreal, okay? So that's the analogy, okay? That's the analogy I want to give you. There's something super simple about a human making a face. But if you look at the mechanics required to reproduce that in artificial intelligence, or and frankly, if you just look at what a human, what a, what a human face, what the bones and what the muscles or whatever like actually have to do in order to create that, it's absolutely insane. Such is the same way with what I'm going to tell you about here, okay? It's called the five-second rule. Now, there are multiple kinds of five-second rules, of course. This one is um, the five-second rule. It's a book by Mel Robbins, and she also has a bunch of YouTube videos out there that kind of just explain the concept uh, that are really good. Her TED Talk, I forget exactly the, the title of it, but... Um, her, her TED Talk is it's really, really good. And actually, her, her TED Talk was kind of the start of this. Uh, and she had one, like, like, basically two or three minute thing that she, you know, mentioned at the very end of the presentation called the five second rule. And lo and behold, that kind of blew up. It really resonated with people. And she ended up writing a book, a seven hour long book, if you listen to it on audio, um, just about the five second rule, why it works, different applications of it and things like that. And yet, it's an extremely simple idea that I'm going to spend just a minute or two explaining to you, and then you will be able to take it and run with it today. All right? Sound good? So here's what it is, and I've, I've been using this successfully ever since I've heard of it, and honestly, it really does help. Um, the core premise is in life, you and I are going to have to do things that we just don't want to do, okay? Um, we should all do hard things, and it's really hard to do hard things. Is that surprising to you? Um some things that we need to do are not hard. They're just, um, we have mental barriers to doing them, right? They, we have, again, some of these beliefs are things that, that, that are a result of, of uh, conditioning rather than, you know, kind of taking a minute to actually think, think about it. Now, what I mentioned in the last episode is this idea that what we want to do is kind of get our... Uh, Actually, get new, get our beliefs, and also things that we know that we need to do, and things like that. We need to get them out of our subconscious, which kind of just runs on on autopilot, and into our prefrontal cortex, which is where we're actually going to think about things and make a rational decision about some action we should take, about some new belief we should believe, or whatever. Okay, so we have to get we have to get ourselves out of autopilot with respect to certain things. The five-second rule is an actual tangible mechanism to do that. Now, if you're a person, again, I just want to set it up a little bit more for you here. If you're a person who tends to like, you know, um, personal development type of content, but it seems like the implementation of that has always been a little bit mysterious to you, um, then then I would highly suggest you think about doing this. Because honestly, this is... She, she makes a statement... Um, oh, I, I'm not going to word it how she does, but I'll, I'll try to, to give you the idea the best I can. Um, and I think she's right. Uh, I really do. That this one thing is the tool 
you need to kind of make all the other things work. Like to kind of like if you're missing this, then you're missing the one thing that can really help you implement a lot of the other kind of things that you learn. And again, you know, coming from a Christian worldview, and by the way, a very um, a very studied. Christian worldview, and uh, you know, again, I'm a I'm a self-proclaimed Bible nerd. I have a podcast by the same name. I mean, I'm somebody who cares about being biblically faithful, right? If it's not biblical, I don't endorse it. I don't do it. I don't, you know, I try not to go anywhere near it. Um, but not all personal development content is woo-woo, new age junk. Some of it is actually really, really good, based on you know brain science. And if we believe that God created, you know. Uh, the world and made it rational, made it something that can be understood, made it something that could be scientifically um, apprehended, then I think the same is true with human brain psychology, okay? There's a lot that can be learned from that and also a lot that can be used with respect to that in order for personal development to take place, okay? And so one of those things is, uh, again, like if you have all these different um you know, things that you think, okay, well, this is probably true. This is a true belief I should adopt, or this is a thing that I should do. Um, it's like, how do you actually make that happen? Uh, maybe a good example is a morning routine. You know, you should get up at a certain time and do certain steps in a morning routine in order to get up, but the actual getting up is hard to do. Okay. It's really hard to get out of bed and stay out of bed. Okay. So how do you do that? Right? Well, there's, there are things that you can do that that help you like once you get up but you still have to break the barrier you still have to get over the hurdle of actually getting up you know out of the bed and not immediately going back to sleep okay you you have to still do that so the question is how do you do that well your subconscious would have you just basically go back to sleep and then the rest of your morning is messed up because your body goes into a sleep cycle and that's another whole rabbit trail uh, we could go down right you 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 think laying down for 15 minutes is going to help but it's actually going to hurt because your body wants to go into another 90 minute sleep cycle So how do you break that, okay? Well, listen, the first three minutes of your morning are going to stink, okay? I'm just telling you right now. I right now have a habit of getting up at 5 a.m. every morning. I just do it. I I just, I get up at 5 a.m. every morning, okay? And the first three minutes really, really stinks. I'm just telling you, they stink, okay? I hit the stop button. First thing I do is go to the fridge and I get a drink. And et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Like from there, the morning just carries on. But it takes me a minute to get moving, right? Those first three to five minutes are tough. How do I do it? How do I actually get out of the bed? Well, aside from the fact that my uh, wife would probably kill me because the alarm keeps going off and it's all the way across the room on her side, okay? Leaving that fact aside, and I don't have to do this every time anymore, but what I found is the five-second rule. And this is the same way, actually, that Mel discovered the five-second rule, okay? It's really simple. You literally are going to count down in your mind, five, four, three, two, one, go. Do it. Before you get to one, right? Get up and do it. You just do it, okay? This is how you start doing things that go beyond your comfort zone. I've seen this work in multiple areas right now, whether it's sales um, things that you need to do in order to sell, whether it's things that you need to do in order to get up and exercise, whether it's um, you need to make a better eating decision, etc. Okay, um, one of the ways that I've used it is to kind of switch myself from work mode and entrepreneurial mode and, and thinking mode to family mode. Okay, when I get home, walk in the door, I I need to be on as dad and as husband, and you know what I mean. Like that's that's a role that I play in life. And it's arguably um, the absolute most important one, and it deserves to be treated that way. Am I perfect at that? Absolutely not. One thing that helps me 
is when I get home, I use the five-second rule. As I'm getting out of the car, usually I'll first say a prayer, Lord, please help me to, to be this way, to, to let go of these other you know, thoughts that I'm thinking and to, to place my full attention on my family. So I'll start with a prayer, and then as I'm walking to the door, it's five, four, three, two, one, game on, family time, okay? And in those five seconds, I'm serious, it works. In those five seconds, I make an intentional choice to stop thinking about the other things that my brain has just been running, you know, a million miles an hour on and place focus on my family, on being a fun dad, on being a helpful husband, right? On those kind of things, okay? Um, it really helps. In the morning, again, it's five, four, three, two, one. Go, get out of bed. If you wait more than that five-second period of time, you start thinking about it. And that's really the key. You will overthink things if you wait too long before making a decision, okay? In order to be a, a someone who is biased, I love this phrase, listen carefully, biased toward action. That is, your bias is to get up and do versus to just think. To get up and do versus to just think. That's how you cultivate a bias toward action. And you can do that in this five-second period of time. Five, four, three, two, one. Now, if you'll do what I'm saying, and now listen, I realize it sounds a little froofy. Like, I realize that. But there's actual brain science behind it. Seriously. It is this idea of bringing, uh, of, of bringing uh, uh, well, it's a pattern interrupt, okay? That's what it is. Most of life, most of change that happens in life happens via pattern interrupts. You're interrupting the pattern. The same is true in marketing. The same is true in sales. The same is true just in life in general. Pattern interrupts get attention, okay? You're interrupting the pattern of what your brain would normally do, and you're making a conscious decision to do something different. And that act, that simple act of saying five, four, three, two, one, go helps you do that. So that's it. We're wrapping up here. I mean, I know I've talked a lot about beliefs these past couple days. I don't know when this will come up again or if it will. But one thing that you definitely need to, 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 to do is become a person with a bias toward action. It will help you in your spiritual life. Um, you know, you have problems reading the Bible. You have problems praying uh, on a consistent basis. Do this. Five-second rule. Implement that, baby. I mean, get it out of your subconscious, out of the pattern of life that you would normally do, and just think about it intentionally. What do you need to do, okay, in order to start becoming a person who develops the habit of doing this new thing? Five, four, three, two, one, go. Just do it. So take what the other thoughts that I've given about beliefs and use this as a way to implement new beliefs in your life, to adopt new things, to adopt new habits, to try new things, to do things that you know you should do, to, but you uh, otherwise won't, to make better eating decisions, to, to uh, have the confidence to, to um, say something that needs to be said to your spouse, to... Uh, to make that sales call that you know you need to make that could make a huge difference for your business, right? There are many different applications that, that we could talk about, but this is the way, I think, to, to actually develop that bias toward action and start getting things done. Five, four, three, two, one, go, all right? God bless you. I hope you have a great week. I'm excited to talk to you again tomorrow. Going to be talking probably about some uh, family-related stuff, so that's pretty exciting. So God bless you. Have a wonderful one, and we'll see you tomorrow.